Hey, I have a question for you. Do you know what on hold means? Well, it can mean many things for actors. It can mean you're being requested and agree to stay available for a booking for one. It can also mean waiting for another decision to be made. I have a few other uses for on hold that can be used. Today's episode will be about the other meanings that apply to actors. I won't keep you on hold any longer. This is Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors. <laughs> this is Casting Actors Cast, the podcast video for actors in the business of show. Casting director Jeffrey Dreisbach brings you insights and inspiration to help make a difference in your acting and your acting career. Here's your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting partner Jeffrey Dreisbach with the McCorkle Group in New York. I hope you're having a good day. Welcome to today's episode. If you haven't checked out our website already, please do so. Casting Actors Cast, all one word, dot com. And that is going to open up some really cool stuff for you. More information about the patios, the podcast videos, but also there's a form right at the very landing page, the very opening page of the website that says dive into the talent pool. Um, you simply give me your name and your email address. By the way, I don't do anything with that. I might on occasion send out an announcement about an event or something like that, but I don't spam you or do anything like that. But when you do that, it opens up a menu of some additional freebies for you. One is a book that I wrote called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. It's a 100-page PDF, absolutely free. All you can do uh, is simply download or print it out, do whatever you want. Um, I think you're going to find it really useful if you're interested in doing some voice acting. I know at our office, we're casting a major feature film, um, and we're casting like multiple voices for this feature film, this animated feature. So you know what? It might be a good idea to kind of brush up and see if this is something that might be of value for you. Um, the next thing is a video that I put together. It's 20 minutes. It's called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. Um, and I'm going to tell you in this free 20-minute video. It's a private video on YouTube. You can take a look at it. I think you'll find that kind of fun and perhaps useful as well. Um, finally, here's my shout out to my dear friends at Actors Connection, actorsconnection.com slash New York. You know, they're doing some classes in person now at Pearl Studios, but they're also continuing to provide all kinds of great programming online. So if you're not in the greater metropolitan New York City area, but you really want to take advantage of working with professionals in the industry, please go ahead and check out actorsconnection.com slash New York. Now, a couple of really quick announcements. We're getting really close to May 22nd. 2023 at the Chelsea Music Center at 7 p.m. It's called Battle Axe. It's a monologue competition event with a huge audience. And so it's so much fun. I don't want to stress the competition part, but it really is a way for you to get up in front of an audience to do your monologue and to see professionals in the industry giving you critiques and some feedback, but also you can win prizes. Um, the Galinsky brothers, some really good friends of mine, have been doing this for many, many years on a monthly basis. And we're seeing the competition just grow exponentially. And it's also being videotaped and streamed and all kinds of cool stuff is happening with this program. So check out Battle Axe, will you? You can either go to Chelsea Music Center um, or Battle Axe Live. 
Com. It's on May 22nd, starting at 7 p.m. You'll want to get tickets. You'll want to sign up to maybe be one of the actors who does their monologue. I think you're going to find it extremely valuable, fun, and guess what? Free. You can win stuff. So check that out. Also, that same week, this is like a, a drama week. By the way, I'm a judge on the Battle Act, so you'll actually have a chance to see me there. And I hope to maybe introduce myself to you. Maybe I'll see you there as well. But on May 25th, now that's Thursday, taking place at Pearl Studios, I'm so grateful that Actors Connection has decided and wanted me to do a live recording of the podcast, Casting Actors Cast, in a live venue. And it's taking place on the 25th of May at Pearl Studios. Um, that is, um, the address is 508th, I have to look at my cheat sheet, 508th Avenue. I go to Pearl Studios almost every day. I don't know why I need to tell you the address because it should be in my head. I don't know why I need to look at my form. But it's taking place from 6.30 to 7.30, just an hour. And we're going to record a patio podcast video live. Um, this is all being sponsored by Actors Connection, and I couldn't be more grateful. All right, so that's all the bookkeeping. Thank you again for joining us. Let's get into the, the subject for today's episode of uses of the phrase on hold. Now, some of you might not have heard that before. Um, because it applies to all types of acting jobs, whether it's for theater, for film, for television, for commercials. So if you are, someone calls you up and says, listen, uh, you auditioned for us last week. We'd like to put you on hold. That's very exciting because that literally is a promise to let someone know if you are not available for a booking because of another opportunity that comes. In other words, it's a courtesy that you say, thank you, I'll keep that time and that date available for the booking in case something else comes up. I promise to let you know that I have another opportunity. And so it's just a goodwill gesture more than it is sort of a legal requirement. But on hold is sort of, we'd like to just let you know that we're interested in working with you, but we're not ready to make the official commitment yet. So it's sort of, um, just a courtesy, like I said, of you saying, listen, I, I will let you know if something else comes up, but I'm delighted to be available for you on that day and that time. So that's kind of, um, um, uh, again, I think it's just a courtesy that you're giving to a potential employer. Another way that uh, on hold, the phrase can be used is, is simply waiting for a final offer to be made. In other words, because of their be some questions about scheduling or availability of other talent or simply logistics of shooting locations, things like that. So you might get a call and say, we'd like to put you on hold. Here's the date and the time subject to change. That's really without it being an official offer. Um, by the way, in SAG-AFTRA, a verbal offer is legally binding. And so on hold is sort of that in between the legally binding stuff and you sort of being available for when they are requesting. So there are many reasons why the on hold is being done. For the most part, it's pretty cool because at least you're getting some information that there's high degree of interest on your part. Now let's move into a, a pivot, so to speak. And we've talked about being on hold. Well, here I'm talking about on holding your script. You like that pivot? We're pivoting to another subject now. <laughs> I received a great question from a fan, Kevin, 
who wants to know if holding a script during a self-tape or Zoom audition is a good or a bad thing? I think that's a good question. I get this question frequently, and so I thought I would answer it as well. Since we're doing on hold, I thought, okay, we'll do it on hold, and then we'll do it on holding your script. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just so weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. Uh, here are my thoughts on the practice of holding or not holding your script. Number one, usually... And I'm saying usually loosely. These are not hard and fast rules, by the way, but usually a first round audition is not negatively received by script holding. In other words, the holding of the script actually lets casting, the producer, the director, whoever the powers uh, that be, um, they see you holding a script. It is a reminder that this is a first round audition. So it's really all right to hold your script. Now, there are some exceptions to that, and we're going to be talking about that in a, in a minute. But here's my reasoning behind holding the script in addition to it's kind of a subtle reminder. First of all, let me just say that this does not mean you should be script dependent. In other words, this does not mean you should be referring a lot to the script and just giving me a cold read. That's not helpful. That's not going to serve you, and that's just, um, I just said it, it's not helpful. In other words, do your work. Do the work and preparation that you need to do to feel comfortable in giving and making some choices about the character you're playing. That's great. So it's not a way of like not doing your homework. <laughs> Do your homework, but simply holding the script because I don't think it should be a memory exercise. So I've seen this too many times where actors spend a lot of time trying to memorize their words, thinking that that's going to be impressive in a first round auditions. And guess what? It rarely is. Memory should not be an issue during an audition, and invariably it happens. The actor works really hard at memorizing. Now they're delivering the audition, whether it's a Zoom or a live, and you see the whites of their eyes and you see their face and their flesh tone just kind of whiten up because they just went up. They just forgot what the next words were or what the next line was. And that's just, first of all, it's a little humiliating. Second of all, it now has become an exercise in how good your memory is. And that's why memory should not be an issue during a first round of auditions. See, memory also implies maximum preparation. You know what I mean? Think about this. When you memorize a script, you've also done the work. And you're also now connecting the memory of the experience with the emotional capacity that the character is in at that given time. And so you're making that emotional connection as well. Well, to me, that's maximum preparation. And so when you memorize the script, you've done all of the research, you've done all of the work, and now memory is just, just the next logical part of the audition. That's why it's important to have it memorized in a callback, for example. But when you try to memorize something, it's also implying that there's a final version of how you're going to play the part. And I don't think that that's healthy, especially in a first round audition. Now, there are some exceptions to this, right? I mean, for example, if it's a smaller script, 
or uh, if it's just a few lines or, you know, it's a day player with just a, a, a very brief exchange, then, you know, people, actors memorize those because they're brief. That's all. It doesn't really require a lot of in-depth layers of acting, but it does um, warrant that holding the script during those smaller sides or scripts just doesn't kind of make sense other than it being a reminder. Even then, I don't think it's a negative to be holding your script. The other exception would be highly emotional or excessive action scenes that you might get in your scene. Um, that means that there's a lot going on in the scene, for example, whether it's a Zoom or a self-tape or even in person, maybe there's a lot of action happening or there is a lot of physical stuff taking place. Sometimes memory and memorization is necessary only and except if the copy gets in the way. If you can hold your copy and still do all of the business that's being asked of you in that audition, that's fine. But sometimes the script can get in the way of some business that's important to see, to see how you are physicalizing the character, which is the reason why they might give you an audition scene that has a lot of, a lot of physicality in it. So that's something to consider. These are not hard and fast rules. But if it's just easier for you to memorize the script and be able to work and concentrate on those other attributes that casting might be looking for, then so be it. Let that be the guiding uh, decision for you. Uh, callbacks, on the other hand, they need to be seen as much more of an accomplished and much or many more specific choices for your character. That's when we see some additional layers. That's when maybe some feedback has been given you uh, to, for the callback to help facilitate the callback from the first round auditions. We might give you some notes. Casting might say, loved what you did in your audition, but here are some adjustments I'd like you to, to, to address and maybe shift it just a little or whatever the note or the adjustment might be. Then memorization becomes essential because it really is the next logical step in the process. And so, although it's not about the memorization, memory should come a little more easily. Memorization should come a little more naturally. And so therefore, because you've worked on the script as in the, uh, the amount of time you've spent on it, it's probably pretty much in you already. So that's something to consider as well. So I appreciate Kevin um, asking that question, and he's a, he's been a big fan, and I'm a fan of his. He's a talented actor, and so th I think this might be useful for you. So let's continue the conversation just for another second and talk about tips for on-camera audition preparation. So if you're going to be holding your script, and this is a first-round audition, um, try and place the script off camera. In other words, put it in your eye line, especially if it's a Zoom or a self-tape, one way you could do that is print it out in larger font, for example. Put it six to eight inches away from the lens of the camera. And when it's out of camera range and you can still see it, you can still read it, you can still use it as a script. It's not like you're trying to fake, <laughs> you know, your memory. It really is just a lifeline to demonstrating how you're going to play the part. So, be careful that you're not trying to act to the script. And that's really difficult to do. I think some people can do it really well, 
But if you want to see a bad version of that, watch any episode of Saturday Night Live. I mean, every one of those actors who are reading off of the teleprompter, I mean, you can just tell. And they try to place the camera such so that it doesn't look like they're looking at the teleprompter, but they're supposed to be looking at the other character. You know what? That never works. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so here's another tip. Don't hold the script down um, at all. Try to keep it at eye level, whatever you use. Sometimes people will use a tablet and keep it up. Um, but here's the thing. When you have the script down, now you're looking like you're bobbing for apples. Your head is bobbing up and down and you're trying to now reference the other person in the scene. Now you're also looking at the script. Now you have the camera observing this activity which doesn't really have a natural organic flow to it. And therefore, it's really much harder for us to stay focused on your choices. It takes us out of watching you, which is, of course, what the audition should be about anyway. Now, here's another tip. Never reference the script if you can help it. In other words, you're not trying to deceive us by putting the script out of camera range and pretending like that that's not necessary. It's You don't have to explain. You don't have to uh, try to think that you're being um, secretive about it. None of that. Just let it be what it is. Um, no deception, but attention. That's what I need. I need your undivided attention in terms of your decisions and your choices and your spontaneity on how you're going to play the part. See, on hold, I think is really useful terminology. On holding your script, it's another matter. Simply be clear on how you are playing the part with interesting choices, like I said, and leave the drama for the script and not how you choose to hold it. But the other thing is, on hold, when you get that call, that is definitely something to celebrate. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and this is Casting Actors Cast. Thank you for joining Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez. Thank you.